welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagrow, and joining me in the studio today is Ms. Taylor Hollingsworth. She is the sepsis coordinator for West Tennessee Healthcare and is joining me today to talk about sepsis. Taylor, how's it going? Good. How about you? I am good. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, so before we dive into the topic of sepsis, I want to get to know you a little bit better. So what do you do for the hospital? I kind of said your title, but what, is, what all does that involve or is involved yeah. with that? And then maybe tell me something you like to do when you're not at work. So um, like you said, I'm the sepsis coordinator. Bulk of my job is doing data abstraction. So looking at patient charts of patients who had sepsis and kind of seeing how we fell in terms of treating them under CMS guidelines. Okay. But a little bit more than that, doing the coordination part is kind of just working with different parts of the hospital to make sure that we're providing the best patient care for sepsis patients. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Outside of the hospital, um, I love Netflix, love reading. Amazing. Um, Hard to have free time though. I have three kids, seven-year-old, three-year-old, five-month-old. Yeah, you're busy. (laughs) Busy person (laughs) when I'm not here. So Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I'm glad to get to know you. And uh, like I said, thanks for coming in today. And the topic is about sepsis. So we'll just start off with the, the big question. What is sepsis? All right. So sepsis is a medical emergency. Um, a lot of people don't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know really what it is. But Hi, first and is foremost, me. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> first and foremost, it's a medical emergency. So it's in the same kind of class as a heart attack, a stroke. Oh, OK. Um, yeah. So it's pretty serious. So what it is, is basically when you have an initial infection, could be something simple as UTI, pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Basically, your body responds to that in the worst way possible. It just starts, instead of fighting the infection, your body fights itself. So so basically, it can lead to organ damage, tissue damage, and ultimately, if it's not treated, you could die from it. Wow. mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. So what are some symptoms of sepsis? So sometimes you may not have symptoms besides the infection itself. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you've got pneumonia, you may have cough, shortness of breath. But most times people who have sepsis have worsening symptoms. There's an acronym called TIME that Sepsis Alliance uses. Okay. Um, and that's kind of refers to temperature. So you have a fever infection. So you have some other type of infection. Mental decline. So people may start acting a little weird. If you notice it's a loved one, they may start getting confused mm-hmm. or not acting like themselves. And then just extremely ill. A lot of people come in with sepsis and they say they feel like they're going to die. So, wow. yeah. It's kind of like a silent killer. It if, is. Uh, if, if that's it an is. okay way of describing that. So Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, they, they come in and it's it's just progressed to a point they can't ignore it anymore. Yeah, for sure. And we, especially in the South, like to ignore our bodies. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so how is sepsis prevented or uh, treated? So because it all starts with an initial infection, the best way to prevent it is to prevent the infection in the first place. Mm-hmm. So. If you're getting your routine vaccinations, like your flu, pneumonia shots, COVID shots, things like that, that's mm-hmm. recommended by your doctor. That's the best way to prevent 
you know, getting sepsis. But, you know, even in the best of cases, we're all going to get sick at some point. Yeah, you sure. know? So if you get prescribed antibiotics, taking them exactly how you're supposed to. I know we all love to stop taking antibiotics when we feel better. Yep. You don't want to do that. You want to make sure you take the full course so you get rid of that infection. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just basic things like washing your hands, staying away from people who have some kind of contagious illness, things like that mm-hmm. also going to help. Now, if you have sepsis, the way that you need to get treated is first Go to your healthcare provider as soon as you think that something's going on. Mm-hmm. They're going to treat you with antibiotics, fluids. It kind of depends on the type of sepsis, but they're going to treat it like in a medical emergency that it is and get you in there quick. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you feel sick, for example, I had an ear infection a month ago. Right. First one I've had in, I don't know, probably years. 20 years. Yeah. Uh, I forgot how terrible they are. Yeah. But... Could sepsis come from something like that? And if so, maybe not, I don't know. If so, does it feel different than just an an ear infection? Do like I feel it maybe in other parts of my body? Yes. So, I mean, it can come from infections you may not even think would, you know, be a killer Mm -hmm. potentially, but you're going to feel like a worsening of your symptoms. So you may have symptoms that don't seem related to the ear infection, for example. You know, gotcha. so you may have like shortness of breath. You may feel like achy all over, stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, where you're like, mm, this seems like more than what, you know, originally was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So who's at risk for getting sepsis? I mean, potentially anybody could get it. That's the important thing to, to remember. You know, a lot of people who hear sepsis think, you know, oh, people over a certain age, you mm-hmm. know, but really it's anyone. There are people who are more at risk. So, you know, babies, you know, that's just, they get infections anyway. Yeah, Um, sure. You know, people over 60 and then people who, you know, are more prone to infection anyway. So if you have cancer, HIV, AIDS, you're immunocompromised in some way, Mm -hmm. you're going to be more prone to to getting sepsis. Gotcha. Okay. If you have a heart attack and you, or a stroke, Mm -hmm. I know specifically a heart attack, you are a heart patient. For the rest of your life. Right. If you get sepsis once, are you a septic patient for the rest of your life? Or? Yes. Okay. So um, sepsis patients. So if you get sepsis once in your life, you're actually very highly likely to get sepsis again. Ah, um, and okay. a lot of people who have sepsis get readmitted within just a couple months of their initial Ooh, hospitalization. That's yeah. no good. It's, so that's the thing is that people who have sepsis, it's like it's a lifelong struggle. Yeah. Really. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Does sepsis occur often? Definitely. So... In the U.S., every 20 seconds, someone is hospitalized for sepsis. So, oh, wow. I mean, just across the U.S. So, you know, as we've been talking, lots of people have been hospitalized for sepsis. 1.4 million Americans survive sepsis each year, but over 350,000 people die. So that's a lot of people dying from sepsis yeah. and a lot of people getting sepsis and living with it. So to be honest, I don't even know. I had never even heard the term sepsis right. until I started working in right. the, the hospital. So I, I didn't even know it was a thing. Are there long term effects of sepsis? Yes, definitely. So um, depending on where it affects your body, you know, there are different things that could happen. A lot of times people get amputations um, because there's organ and tissue involvement. So if you're losing circulation to a certain area, you may lose fingers, toes, Ah. whole limb. And then there's other things that you you may not necessarily think of, like decreased, you know, mental ability, concentration. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have PTSD. I mean, because it's so serious um, and from being in the ICU and the hospitalizations. Makes sense. um, And then there's something called post-sepsis syndrome. So that kind of includes like fatigue, shortness of breath, Repeat infections, kind of like we talked about, your organ function is kind of lowered, mm-hmm. difficulty sleeping, depression, and it's all just kind of related from that initial sepsis diagnosis. So you kind of struggle with that, you know, after that. Right. Gotcha. So say I was a person who was septic at one point in my life. 
I'm currently not, but mm-hmm. you said I'm essentially going to be a patient for long term. Right. Uh, are there resources that I could look up or use to kind of help me battle it? Right. So your healthcare team obviously is going to help you out. Um, you may have, you know, physical therapy, things like that to kind of regain function. There's also resources like Sepsis Alliance is um, uh, an organization that they, they do fund a lot of research and things mm-hmm. like that. They're you know, huge proponents of Sepsis Awareness Month, which is September. Um, they have a resource called Sepsis Alliance Connect that's like an online community for okay. um, people with sepsis, their family members, caregivers, things like that, to kind of connect, share resources, you know, and just kind of talk about their experience. Yeah. So what can the community do to help with uh, the sepsis crisis and awareness? So the biggest thing, like you said, spread awareness. I mean, most people don't even know what sepsis is. You know, just kind of educating yourself, learning what it is. Um, September 13th is World Sepsis Day. So that's kind of where we're trying to, you know, spread the word, like this podcast and stuff like that. So, you know, if you listen to this podcast, just talk to your friends, family, loved ones about what sepsis is. And especially if you think you or someone you love has sepsis, get them treated quickly. Mm -hmm. So bring them to the emergency room, the clinic, you know, whoever your trusted healthcare provider is. I was about to ask, should somebody go to the ER or an urgent care or just like their PCP? The ER is definitely the best place because, like I said, it's a medical emergency. So if you even suspect it's uh, sepsis you definitely want to get treated gotcha. but if you're not sure you know you could go to your clinic you know someone that you're more comfortable with because you know the emergency room can be kind of scary and they sure. could refer you to the er yeah you know if if they confirm yeah mm-hmm. you're septic so yeah but er is definitely the best place they're very well trained to deal with it so awesome well this has been really informative i didn't know this much about sepsis and now i do so that's that's cool you <laughs> I mean, learn I something didn't, every i didn't until i started either yeah. i started learning a lot of stuff so for sure when yeah. I, I used to work in the lab and i've said this on the podcast yeah. a million times i'm sure people are tired of hearing it but uh, i used to work in the lab before mm-hmm. i moved over here and somebody said sepsis one day and i was like did you mispronounce a word that you like, right. a, like a different word? Like what what did you just say? And they yeah. said, No, this person's septic. That's what right. they said was septic. It sounds like an old timey term that's like not a thing. Right. You know, you think like, oh, that's just kinda you know, and then yeah. when you learn about it, you're like, Oh no, that's really serious. Yeah, when <laughs> I when I first heard the word, I was like, My parents have a septic tank. Like, is right. that what they're trying to say? Right. What, what is, and then I learned and I was yeah. like, Oh, this sounds terrible yeah sounds awful. <laughs> yeah for sure so well cool well thanks so much for coming in today i really enjoyed getting to meet you getting to talk about this and uh listeners hopefully you don't ever have to deal with this but if you do uh don't hesitate you need to seek emergency care call one of our er's call the er closest to you and uh make sure you get uh, looked at and checked out taylor thanks so much this is really great to meet you and thanks for coming in to talk about it thanks for having me absolutely and this has been another episode of we talk health